Welcome back to Be Great with Nate. In today's podcast, I'm going to be bringing you through the four stages of life. With these four stages, you'll start to understand where you are and where the people that you're working with or you have relationships are. And when you start to understand where you are in these in your four stages, not only will it help you become unstuck in life, but it will also help you in your relationships with having empathy and compassion of understanding why certain people are the way they are. You see, if we don't understand these four stages, then we can find ourselves having a lot of conflict with people and even conflict with ourselves. So it's important to understand these four stages. And as I go through these four stages, I want you to figure out where you are and then think about someone you've been having conflict with and think about where they are. And then the steps that I take you through and the tips that I give you, try your best to see on how you can apply these things in your life today. So the four stages are going to be First, starting off with the child archetype. We see when we're children, we go through a stage of being led by our parents, listening to what other people, we usually say, yes, mom, yes, dad, and they tell us what to do and we follow the lead. But at the same time, we also go through the victim archetype in this stage. We really don't take personal responsibility for mistakes that we do. We don't take personal responsibility for taking care of our life because we're being led by somebody. And one of the things that can cause issues in this is going to be when it's time to go to the next stage and not fully maturing into that next stage, you can end up being a child archetype today. You can find yourself playing victim today. Now, if it's not you and it's someone else playing that victim today, you'll start to understand why that person acts the way they do. Now, with the child archetype, you can notice this this showing up in people's life today where they don't take personal responsibility. They usually can be people who can easily point the finger at you and blame you're the reason why they struggle. You're the reason why they're not successful. You're the reason why they were late to their meeting. If you are a child archetype, you'll learn how to get out of stage. But one of the things, if you're dealing with a person that is always playing victim, always pointing a finger at you, that literally acts like a child, doesn't know how to behave in certain areas, either they're too loud or they're obnoxious. One of the things you have to understand when you're working with this person is you may have to treat them like a child. You ever have a child step on your shoe and you say, hey, you stepped on my shoe and they say, no, I didn't. And they get really upset. Do you get really upset at that child? No, because you understand, oh, this is a child. This is a kid. But as soon as an adult does something, they don't take personal responsibility for it. We believe that they should take ownership because they're an adult. But now I want you to have the perspective that just because a person's 40 years old doesn't mean that they're not a child archetype or child personality. So as soon as you start to see that perspective, as soon as you start to understand that, you would know that, oh, wow, if I yell at this person or if I try to show this person that they're wrong and that they're a child archetype, I'm wasting my time and we don't want to waste our time. You're going to run into a lot of child archetype personalities, right? You're going to, you're going to run into a lot of these. As soon as you learn how to take your time, not waste your time on trying to explain to this person that they did something wrong, you save a lot of energy. Now, one of the best ways you deal with this is that you have to understand that you can't save this type of person. You can't. This person is going to have to continue to go through their life lessons, and usually life lessons come as a consequence of pain. Now, if you are someone who's stuck in a child archetype, if you're trying to figure out how to pay your bills today or 
take control of your health and you notice that you're blaming the government or you're blaming your parents for not giving you the life that you deserved, which you, we all have a little bit of victim in us, right? We play victim sometimes. I want you to sit down and write down three things today that you notice that you've been playing victim with. Is it taking personal responsibility for your health? Is it taking personal responsibility for your career? And is it taking personal responsibility for your relationships? And as soon as you start to figure out those three, you start to give yourself a chance to get to the next stage in life, which is the warrior archetype. We go from the child archetype to the warrior archetype with one real move. It's action, taking personal responsibility for our life. Now, if you're a parent, you're going to notice this in your children when they get around 13 or 14. You see, when your kids were a kid, they used to say, yes, mom, yes, dad, yes, mom, yes, dad. You tell them not to do something, they listen because they follow your lead. But what happens is when you're 13, 14 years old, your child is going to go through the warrior archetype and take action and personal responsibility for their life and go to high school and notice that the things that you told them about the world is not the same. So they'll come home and challenge you. You'll say, hey, I told you not to try that thing or not to be with that person. They say, no, mom, no, dad, that's not true. And then now you, if you're not developed into the last stage, which I'll be getting into this in this podcast, then you're going to be triggered because if you're stuck in the warrior archetype, or if there's a part of you that's still stuck in a child archetype, then immediately you're going to notice that you'll feel a trigger and you're going to create conflict with your teenager. And this is why most parents have issues with their teenagers. And you can find this with the woman, the mother having issues with the daughter and the father having issues with the son. So we have to get into that last stage, which I'm going to be bringing you through, like I mentioned, on on how to deal with this situation. Now, the warrior archetype is a very important time of our life. When we start taking personal responsibility for ourselves and we start taking action, we also develop the solar plex, which is the third energy level in the body, which is responsible for personal power, self-will, your digestion, and your gut, trusting your gut. And the only way we're able to trust our gut is by taking personal responsibility and action. And the more we take action, the more we develop confidence. I tell my clients all the time, if you're not confident, it's because you haven't got enough reps in, okay? So you have to get, you have to increase your reps. You have to do something over and over and over again to be confident. So if you struggle with confidence, think about why you struggle with it. And I can promise you that you'll find, you'll figure out the reason why you're struggling with the confidence is because you haven't done it enough. So think about the first time you got in a car. When you first got in a car, you most likely had both hands on the steering wheel. You were super scared. You looked at your mirrors. You pressed on the brake too hard. You was extremely nervous. You weren't as confident as you are today. Years of driving, you probably have one phone on the ear, one hand on the steering wheel, and not even looking in your mirrors anymore. That's what confidence, com- confidence comes from. You did it so many times that it's second nature to you. So if a person doesn't take personal responsibility in areas in every area of their life, they can be lacking confidence and then they can be more pulled into that victim archetype. You see what I'm saying? That child archetype where they don't take personal responsibility. At this stage in our life can go anywhere from 13 to 14 all the way up in, into you know the day that you're not here anymore. It depends if you develop into the third and fourth stage. And you're going to notice when it's time to leave this stage. But before I get into that, let me bring you through on the things that happened during the stage. You see, when we go to high school, we figure out who we're going to date, what group we're going to hang out with, who is going to, what sport we're going to play. 
What school do we want to go to? What do we want to study when we go to that college? And then what career we want to take on when we graduate that college? And that is a lot of things that happen in that warrior archetype, taking personal responsibility for yourself, right? What happens here is, let's just say you didn't pick the school that you wanted to go to and you let your parents do it, or you didn't uh, allow yourself to hang out with the kids that you want to hang out with because you were bullied and you didn't think you were cool enough. If there was any imbalances in this, it can show up in your in adult life today by still staying at the job that you no longer want to be in, staying in the relationships you no longer want to be in, living in the town or city that you want to move out of, but you're staying there because you're accepting it. Okay, so what happens here is there's a lot that goes through in this warrior archetype, and this is when we take action, we have enthusiasm, and we're going for it in life. I like to use the metaphor of you being a warrior in a battlefield, right? And you're young, you're fresh, you're strong, you're fast, and you're going out there and you're fighting for your life. And what happens here is after a while of being in this warrior archetype, you got your career or you're jumping career to career, and you're going through this, you're going to become a wounded warrior. And a wounded warrior is someone who becomes tired. You become burnt out. You become, you're, you're not enthused anymore. You don't have as much energy as you used to because you're supposed to be moving to that next stage of life. And that next stage is the king or queen archetype. You see, in 2019, I was working in a gym and I was working 50 plus hours. Plus, I was doing the marketing for the gym. Plus, I was doing the management of the gym, cleaning it, cleaning the towels. And then I was doing all the admission work and the sales calls. And I got to a point where I noticed that I wasn't, when I was walking in the gym, I started to feel down. I started to feel sad. I started to feel like I didn't want to be there. And people used to tell me, you should be happy. You should be happy. Everything is good. You're making good money at 24, 25 years old. You should be happy. And I'm like, yeah, I understand it, but I'm not. Well, one of the things that was bugging me was I was doing everything that an owner of a company does, but I wasn't the owner of the company. I wasn't benefiting from the expenses and the tax reductions. I wasn't benefiting from having time to enjoy the money I was making. And when I became more aware of that, it bothered me even more. And I noticed that my body would ache. I was standing all day. My back would hurt. My knees would hurt. And I went to school for this stuff. I was doing my physical therapy. I was doing my strength training. My, my nutrition and hydration were on point, but I still was having issues. And it was till the day that I realized that if something were to happen to this business or something happened to me, I'm, I'm left with nothing. And I noticed that the next stage for me was to start my own business. Now, in this stage, it doesn't mean that you have to start your own business. It may just be you may need to get a better part in your job. You need some type of, of progression. Maybe it's going from employee to manager. Maybe it's going from renting a house to owning a house or a condo. Maybe it's some form of ownership or progression in your life. And if the warrior still doesn't earn its badges and doesn't earn its rank, then we start to feel like we don't, we're not being valued correctly. We start to feel unenthused. So in this aspect, one of the ways that you go from that warrior to the king or queen is going to be working smarter and not harder along with some form of ownership. So if you used to get paid $20 an hour at one point of your life and you go in this warrior stage 
and then you find your way getting paid $40 an hour now, you don't have to work as much to earn as much as you were before. You see what I'm saying? So, but this is a big part that we make a mistake in the king or queen stage, and I'm going to be explaining that. So some form of ownership, instead of just dumping a bunch of money on rent, not saying that's not a, a good idea, depends on where you are, but let's just say you say, hey, I just spent X amount of dollars on rent. If I were to spend that on my mortgage, I would be a third with my mortgage paid off, and then my equity went up on my mortgage, and then maybe one day I can sell the house and make some money from it. Wherever it is, that ownership is it's going to be a form of the next stage and working smarter, not harder. So when you get into the king or queen archetype, the king or queen archetype has a little more time, has a little more freedom, has a little more authority. What happens here, and I went through this, this king or queen archetype, when you go through this stage, you're going to notice that you're going to be getting your hands into too many buckets because you have free time. So what that means is when I became an entrepreneur, I noticed that I invested into a couple other companies and I was helping four to five of these companies grow because I wanted to be able to help them because I was a part of the company. I was an investor. And what happened was, is I lost the skill set that made me a great warrior, which was studying, which was training, which was making content, which was helping people. And as I started to fall off of that, because I was putting my time in other things, I also noticed that my expenses were going up. I, I increased the space of my business. I increased the amount of investments I made and I took bigger risk. And now I had a lot of overhead and a lot of responsibility. So when it came down to having that free time, I couldn't enjoy it. That free time was spent on stressing out on how to take care of all these new things that I had in front of me. And that's the side effect of a king or queen. That's a dis that's the dysfunction that comes with this stage. And when you notice is you'll be stuck doing too many things and losing focus on what made you a strong king or queen to begin with. The smartest thing to do in this stage is to take awareness and take a step of awareness of understanding this. Don't feel guilt. Don't feel shame. That's usually something I notice that we can go through in this stage. Do not feel guilty. Not, do not feel shameful. The goal is, is to understand how to simplify things. What you'll notice is most of the things that you thought were going to make you happy actually don't make you happy. So if it was a, a nicer car or if it was, you know, a bigger house or whatever the case may be, you'll notice that these things actually don't make you happy. So one of the best things to do is try your best to lower your expenses, simplify your business. And as soon as you go from, you start to simplify, that's how you enter the last stage. Now, the last stage, what my mentor told me, only about 2% of people actually enter this last stage. One of the reasons why is because the amount of competitiveness of the ego of the king or queen not wanting to lose authority or one of the dysfunctions of burning yourself out as a warrior stops people from actually getting to this stage. You can find usually your grandparents are usually the ones that get to this stage. Now, when a person is I forgot to mention this. I want to get to this. When a person is a warrior and they're ignoring their calling to become a king or queen, you're going to need extra stimulants to help you force yourself to do the things like go back to battle, go back to work, or work as hard as you used to. You're going to need things. You think that that new Louis bag makes you happy or uh, that quick five-star 
you know, uh, vacation you took was going to make you happy. And you're going to find all these ways to numb yourself, overeating, alcohol, drugs, etc. So you have to be very aware of that, okay? With the king or queen, if you don't move on to be the wise men and wise women in the last stage, you're going to notice yourself that you're going to be hungry for power, accolades. Oh, I need to make another 100,000 or I need to make... I need to, to, to get another thousand views or I need, you're going to need something to make you feel like you're doing a good job. And then you're going to need money coming in, more money to come in to take care of all the overhead. So you're not going to actually be present in the moment with your family, your friends, and your business. Now, one of the reasons why it's, it can be hard for people to get in the warrior, I mean, sorry, the wise men, wise women archetype is because you can notice that people don't want to let go of being, I'm a warrior, I work hard, or I'm your boss. And you can find even fathers and mothers competing against their own children to stay hot and sexy. They can get surgeries done. They can get Botox done. They're so competitive to be able to stay relevant. You'll notice that the wise men, wise women are usually masters of life. You can find these in yogis. You can find these in... Um, you know, some religious uh, leaders, you can find this in um, a very wise teacher. Usually they dress simple. They live their life very simple. They can be millionaires, but you'll never know it because what they figured out is that they figured out that money does not make you happy. Overworking is not the best thing to do. Life is short and they start to simplify their expenses and they start to create more freedom in their life to work on what matters, to focus on what matters, to give energy to who matters. What happens here is the wise men, wise women, you can find this in your grandparents. And this is one of the main reasons why your grandparents are extremely forgiving towards you throughout your life when you're a child or when you're a warrior or when you're a king or queen because the wise men, wise women has empathy for each stage because they've been there before. How does this create conflict now? Okay, so let's make an example. Let's just say you're a warrior archetype and you're dating someone who has features and traits of a child archetype. You're going to be triggered when they make excuses. You're going to be triggered when they play victim because while you're getting up, busting your butt every day and this person is just making excuses, you know that's not the way of life. So you can notice that you can bump heads a lot. Or let's make another example. Let's just say you're king or queen and you're working with a warrior archetype. You can notice if you're a warrior archetype, be triggered by the king or queen because you notice that they tell you what to do and they boss you around, but they don't do it themselves because they got their hands in too many things. And then let's go, let's flip the table. The war, the king or queen can be upset or arguing with the warrior because they put too much, they put a lot of work on them, expecting them to be a warrior like they were back in the day. They compare, well, when I was doing this, I was able to get it done. When I did this, I was able to get it done. And they can be lacking empathy and compassion that the world is different today. Things are different today. People deal with things differently today. You can also work, be working with, a, if you're a king or queen, working with the child archetype as an employee where they're making excuses and not getting work done. As soon as you start to understand when you're working with somebody, what stage are you in? And then as soon as you level out the stage that you're in, how can you communicate with the other stage? So if you're a child archetype, the first three things I want you to do is I want you to think about three things that you've been acting like a victim in your life. Is it your health? Is it your career? And is it your relationships? Pick the one that speaks to you the most and start doing things today 
Three simple things that you can do today to take steps towards that. If you're a warrior archetype and you're noticing, you know, Nate, that was me. I'm burnt out. I noticed that I overeat. I noticed that I'm trying, I'm doing too much. I want you to do three things and think about how can you start doing things to work smarter and not harder. If you're a king or queen and you notice that you're a dysfunctional uh, king or queen, I want you to write down three things on how you can start simplifying your life. One of the things can be pulling down some expenses. What about automating some systems with the business so you don't have to feel so pressured to do too much? The The next one is understanding that simplifying your life it doesn't mean you're going to lose the power of as a queen queen. You move on to the bigger stage, which is which is the wise man, wise woman, and you can actually be present with your family. If you're a king or queen, I want you to be honest with yourself. Are you really hard on your family? Are you taking the authority power from your work and bringing it home? Think about that and be honest with yourself. So what are the three things that you can start doing to start simplifying things? Simplifying the investments that you made, simplifying your schedule so you can be more present with your family, simplify your expenses so you're not feeling like you have to do so much to be able to invest into so many businesses to keep up with all the expenses that you have. Now, when you get to the wise men, wise woman, you can get to the stage in different places in your life. You see, if you're a warrior archetype and you start to understand that the person you're working with is a child and you start you stop arguing with them. You start giving them, you know, having conflicts with them. You start to understand, I can't save this person. This person has to do it themselves. And you understand that you being a, a silent teacher, you showing them better than you can tell them is going to be the best move. And when you'll notice is the more that you are in one stage and the more that someone you're close to is in another stage, and the more you don't understand that, the more conflict you will bring in your life. The more conflict you will bring in your life. And sometimes if someone wants to be stuck in a child archetype and it becomes a huge distraction, sometimes we have to learn that we have to save our time and energy from these people. You see, growing up where I grew up at, you know, I have parents that are addicts. My, you know, I have a sister and a brother that's an addict. Most of my family are addicts. And they never took personal responsibility for their life. They make excuses. The government's the reason why they're you know addicted or uh the system set them up or no one's there to really help them nobody really cares you know you hear these things a lot in you know a lot of my family members and then what they do is they put a lot of that extra pressure on me to pay for the rehab me to pay for their food because they spent their their food stamp money on drugs and what happened is as a warrior, I was helping, 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 helping. Then as I came, you know, in my king archetype, I noticed that as I would help, it would add more overhead on me. Then when I became a wise man, wise woman stage, and I became in that, st- when I got into that wise man, wise woman stage, I noticed I had to start simplifying my relationships. I used to go to the child archetype all the time and do everything for them. And I'm enabling them from taking personal responsibility. Therefore, I'm not teaching them how to get to the warrior archetype. I'm stopping them. I'm doing the work for them. So as soon as I start to become aware of that, I never take things personal with people. So if you're making content or you're, you want to do something in life and you got people judging you and yelling at you and screaming, don't look at it like, oh my God, why is this person doing that? I want you to stop and say, wow, there it goes. This person's stuck in a child archetype. You're not going to get mad at a negative comment anymore. What? You're not going to take any offense by that one cousin that makes slick comments every time you come around. The child archetype. 
He's a kid. You save your time and you save your energy. Now, if you feel like you're stuck in one of these, listen to this over and over again and start to really resonate which place are you. And if you're multiple of them, which one is causing the most problems and start there. The more that you understand where you are and the more that you understand whoever you're working with or you have relationships with where they are, the less personal you take things. And you understand you can save your time and your energy. And the more you save your time and energy, the more you can put it back into yourself. And that's only going to help you get to the next stage. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. And and I'm telling you, put this into practice, you'll see a huge difference. I just want to thank a lot of you that left a review, that share my content on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Thank you so much. Those reviews really help. When you leave a comment down below on YouTube, that really helps. That shows the algorithm like, okay, somebody's listening. So if you haven't left a review on any of my on my podcasts and you didn't leave, like you just you can you don't have to put a comment. We would love to see a comment. I read all the comments and reviews. Please do so. Another thing I want to bring to your attention is that I will be in Los Angeles this week. Um, and next week. I will be heading back to New Jersey, and we're going to be having a New Jersey workshop. If you want to learn on how to heal every layer of the body through the five layers of energy and chakras, we're going to be doing a live workshop in North New Jersey. I'm going to leave the link to workshops down below. And last but not least, if you want to keep up with everything, join my tribe. I made a newsletter. It's for free. I don't need your government name. I don't need your home address. It's just your email. As soon as you put your email in there, you'll get an email to confirm your email and you'll be on the tribe. You keep up to date with everything. I give you value on that. So if you're enjoying these podcasts, you enjoy my videos, you'll enjoy those emails as well because it will be a nice little reminder on something. So each week I send some type of value to you to try to help you become the best version of yourself. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. Please leave a review. Let me know your comments down below and I'll see you in the next one. Peace.